0: What is going on? Hope everyone had a great weekend, especially to everyone up here in Canada celebrating Thanksgiving. Welcome to another episode of Outside the Shoot. I'm your host, Randy Frame. What an episode we have for you today. Legit, one of my favorites I've done as I had the pleasure of sitting down with University of South Florida alum and WPF champion with the Texas Smoke, Anna Marie Bruni. Man, what a talk we had. I don't know where Anna gets the time to sleep with her doing her thing at a brewing softball online, to working with Cam with Bats, to playing pro ball, to getting her freaking nursing degree. She is definitely doing it all. We talked to Anna about getting her start in the game, her time at USF, nursing over in Italy, how she joined the Texas Smoke, and much, much more. There was so much to talk about on here, it was ridiculous and awesome all at once. Anna uh, was such a pleasure to chat with and I can't wait to see what the future holds for her moving forward. If you want to follow her online as well as Kim with Bats I have the links in the episode notes so make sure you go take a look at all the great content. Anyways enough of me talking, let's get to the episode because this is Outside the Shoot and as our boy Classified says, anything goes.
1: i got the world in my palm Lights came, my action it's on. I can't describe what I'm feeling I've got the world in my palm Like stand my action in song Ain't never felt this freedom Could you, could you say that?
0: We are happy to have on with us today, two-time AAC first-time sele- first-team selection, 2023 WPF champion, USF Bulls alum, and current member of the Texas Smoke, the one and only Anna Marie Bruni. Anna, thanks so much for coming on the podcast.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here.
0: How's things going down in Alabama this evening?
1: <laughs> things are good. Weather's great. Just hanging out with some really great people and had an awesome week. So. Awesome. Doing some fun things.
0: Right on. It's fun. See, remember I texted you last night asking if you were in PA or Texas. <laughs> yeah. That was why. Either. That was why, right there, because I didn't want to say, "Hey, how's it going in Texas?" You were like, oh, "I'm in Alabama." <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, did like a running joke in my family. They're like, "Where are you going this week?" Because <laughs> I'm like always on the move these days.
0: World traveler. Yeah. Yeah. So what's awesome. been what's what's been on the go since the season wrapped up?
1: So since the season wrapped up, I've been full-time into my Camwood stuff. So I'm basically the owner on the softball side with Camwood. So we've been getting together some really fun things that are launching November 1st. Um, So I've been just grinding with that and, um, you know, softball stuff with my Instagram Doing some lessons here and there, and spending time with the family.
0: Right on. I, I, like I said before we start recording, I, I had to ask about Camwood because, I mean, it, your, your socials is flooding me with it all. I mean, it, it looks <laughs> That's awesome. A good thing. Tell, yeah, oh, absolutely. Uh, enlighten me on, on the whole Camwood thing.
1: So, long story or short story?
0: <laughs> let's go. Let's go. Hey, it's, it's a podcast. We got, we got to go in, in deep with this.
1: Okay. Well, forgive me if I bounce around a lot. That's kind of. That's all right. Worse, but. Um, so I guess I'll start from kind of how I got into Camwood. So, uh, Wes Helms, who's the CEO of Camwood played in the MLB for 12 years, um, reached out to me around probably, what is it right now? What's the month? Is it?
0: Uh, this <laughs> will be October.
1: October. <laughs> See, I don't even
0: know. Okay. How busy are you that you don't <laughs> yeah. know the month? Wow. Oh
1: my gosh. It's, wow. It's, it's a lot. But, um, maybe like a, in December of last year, I would say. Okay. Um, so I was actually in nursing school this time last year.
0: (laughs) Yes. I, I, I've heard that. And we're going to get into that too. We will. Yes.
1: So anyways, I was working like during nursing school, I went to school full time. I worked in the hospital, um, part time. And I also did lessons and my social media all at once. (laughs) Wow. So during that time I was getting like, it's when my Instagram kind of blew up, which we can get into the whole Instagram stuff at a different time, but, Um basically I started to get more traction, more followers, engagement. And Wes had messaged me from his personal account, not from Camwood. So I got a message through my DM, just you know, asking if we could hop on a call and talk. And at the time, I just didn't have the like capacity to bring on another. I don't know if it was a brand partnership at the time or anything. So I kind of just let it slide for the moment. Um and then he had reached out to me via email. And I was like, you know what? This is like his third time reaching out. Let me just answer and see what they want to talk about. Um, so I answered and I set up a call with them and it was him and then Trey Sykes, who is the owner of Camwood, basically who came up with everything. Wow. So they worked together. And we hopped on a call and they basically they were like, We are not really wanting you just to do like a one off post, which is what I had been like kind of avoiding at the moment, just because of how busy I was. I mm-hmm. didn't wanna do like paid for post stuff and bring on another task that I wasn't ready to do because if I do something, I go in a hundred percent and I can't do things fifty. So um we ended up talking and it was more of like I was like, wow, this really isn't kind of like what I thought it was gonna be. They want me to basically become an employee or like a partner of Camwood and they wanted me to be the face of saltball to help grow the saltball side wow. of Camwood. Because Cam would have, like Cam would have been around, but it was Mostly very heavy. Correct. Very yeah. heavy on the baseball side. Like they have people using it for softball because baseball, softball, swings are the same. Like mm. it's the same idea. Like the bat was built to teach you the proper mechanics of staying inside the bowl. And since the bat is also heavier, you're simultaneously increasing your bat speed. So the product's solid. It's great. And I was like, Well, I mean, this is pretty cool that I could maybe have a full-time job doing something that I love and still being able to do my Instagram lessons and like maybe nursing part-time. So that at the time was like my thought process (laughs) because Wes and Trey were like, listen, we want to make it so that you'll never have to work in the hospital. Like you'll be full-time Camwood and be good for life. Wow, (laughs) That's kind of how that came about. That's crazy. Yeah. So I just... I was like, all right, let's, let's get into it. See how it it was obviously slow to start. Like it's not, you know, it didn't go into everything that we're doing now, but it was a slow build of like building the softball side. Right. And now we'll get into like kind of what we have coming up, which I'm so excited about, but like just to see where it's come within the short time that I've been here and like how big we're going to be able to grow. Not only just the Camwood softball side, but just the softball World, like we're gonna crush it, and the people that we have coming on the team that I've built—they are just super psyched, and I'm just—I'm so excited. I
0: I saw a video. It was Sam and Bailey on there with you.
1: Sam Chow, Bailey Klingler from my team, and then we have Kayla kowalik who she was rookie of the year. She's um, a catcher for the Pride.
0: Right, right, right. That's awesome. All of us in the
1: WPF, which is cool, but yeah, you know, you make friends throughout the whole summer. So
0: yeah, for sure. I got a question about the like. There's some odd looking bat Like, you know, there's yeah. they're fat and different. Yeah, like, that's
1: the Camwood trainer. That's the like the hands and speed trainer. That's kind of what they're known for.
0: Okay. I was looking at it. I was like, what is that? I like, know.
1: It just so looks it's,
0: awkward. So what's what's the benefits of of those bats?
1: So that's the bat that teaches you the proper mechanics of staying inside the ball. So, you know, I mean it's it's a known thing that you train with a heavier bat to right. increase your bat speed. Um, but this bat. Like it feels like when you swing, it feels like your game swing, but you're swinging like for me, I swing a 34. So my bat is a 34 and it would be 40 ounces. So you're swinging something oh, that's wow. 40 ounces, but the weight isn't end loaded. And right. that's the problem, especially for me and like, um, many of my slapper friends, like people who slap in softball. Right. Um, the problem with an end loaded bat is it feels like you're swinging a sledgehammer. So. What that like that's gonna bring you out around a ball and like especially with slapping when you're moving through the box it's so easy to allow your mechanics to go out of whack when you don't have a bat that is balanced throughout and so the camwood would bat the weight is right above your hands so it swings like a game bat even though you're still swinging with that heavier trainer. And it drives your hands inside the ball and teaches you like the muscle memory of staying inside a ball, but also increasing it with the heavier bat, like your bat speed. Right,
0: right. Oh, wow. That's awesome.
1: It's awesome. It's freaking awesome. And you can hit, like, it's not just off a tee. You can hit front toss by BP with it as well. So it's a pretty solid um, training tool.
0: Wicked. We're definitely going to have to promote Camwood's, you know as your episode leads up to Monday here, like 100% it's going to be be promoting it. 100. Um,
1: And the other bat, I don't know if you saw it, like kind of like the wood bats I was swinging that looked like a softball bat. Yeah. 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 So it was, when I was in, I was actually in Italy for my last semester of nursing school. I, I got to do clinical rotation over there and work in a hospital in Rome. Which was awesome. (laughs) What? Okay, wait. I know. Okay, wait. I I take it in uh, the cardiac ICU there. It was so cool.
0: I take a deep dive into my, you know, when I do my research for every person that comes on here. And okay, Mm -hmm. I did know about the whole nursing thing because I've talked to a lot of your teammates from (laughs) on the podcast here and I got a little something from them and they told me about the whole nursing thing, but I did not know that you were over in Italy for all this. So, okay, let's, yes. go, let's go, let's go all over the map here.
1: Yeah. all the map. So <laughs> I actually, so they only did a select few people to go study abroad, basically, and do your last clinical rotation in Italy. It was the very first time that our program had, d- had done this. <sighs> um, so I worked in a cardiac ICU over there, which was very, very cool. Um, you know, presented a lot of challenges, language barriers and all, but right. You know, the way a different healthcare system works in a different country was was um very eye opening and I got to learn a lot. Um and it was cool because I visited my teammate Marta over there. So that was fun. I took a little train up to Bologna and got to practice with her team in For Lee. So that was fun.
0: Oh wow. That's awesome. (laughs) Like
1: Yeah. (laughs) And and I mean,
0: okay, since we're jumping all over the map here, I like Let's do it. (laughs) This is all good. Like you graduated you got this all done during the season this year. Did you do not like you graduated? This so, year?
1: Yep. So let's, we'll jump back over the map. So oh, yeah. So I, so I didn't know I was playing professional softball until February oh. and I took two years off. So I never knew I was playing until February.
0: <laughs> okay. We're but, jumping all over the map here. This is awesome. <laughs> this is so gonna it, be just it, awesome.
1: Yeah. So in February I get, I, um, Connected with our managers and, you know, they, they kind of saw that I was still very much around the game, like even with my social media, right. um, right. they didn't like, it was me posting myself training too. And for me, I just go all out. Like I'm someone who like, I just love the game. I was like, I'm, if I'm around at coaching, I'm still going to be training. So mm-hmm. even though I wasn't, it wasn't really game time training, like what I would have loved to prepare for before a season, like, especially after taking two years off, I wasn't completely out of like shape, obviously. Mm. Um, so they, they they're like, are you still wanting to play? Would you want to play professionally? Did you ever have dreams too? And that's when I was like, Oh, a hundred percent. I was like, absolutely. Like I would have played right out of college, but just the way, you know, the cards play, like there wasn't really much with the, with the draft and things being like, I think things are very political and like, you know, they really do go for big name, big name schools and athletes, which is how you know, like the nice do. roles. Um, but that's fine because it just gives me a different path to get to where I am now. So like it was a little more difficult, but I'm here yeah. and, you know, here for a hundred percent. So like that kind of catapulted me into like, now, okay, now I have to start training. So at that time I had already been signed up to go over to Italy for a month. So I was in Italy from April, like beginning of April to the end of March, or sorry, beginning of March to the end of April. Right. Um and so that whole month I tried to train as much as I could over there, but it was more just like I took I literally took a bat over to Italy with me. <laughs> I was like <laughs> taking dry swings in my apartment. Um and then I went, obviously, practice with Marta's team for a weekend, but I didn't really get like actual training done over there. Yeah, that's um, pretty hard when you're you know, in Italy. Like, it's hard, but you do what you can, you yeah. know. Like, I didn't. It is what it is. So I just went with it. Um, and I'm trying to think why I was saying this. Oh yeah. And So in Italy, that's we're going back to Camwood now. Right, back right, right. <laughs> so um, basically, Wes reached out to me when I was in Italy, and he's like, "Hey." I have something really exciting that we want to share with you. So calls me up and he said, we are making the first, um, we are going to name the first Camwood softball wooden training bot after you. So that is why it's called the AMB bat. Wow. Um, yeah. So I got to swing two different models that they kind of created for me. Um, and I loved the extended knob, which is, you'll see, it has like the big knob on the end, yep. but I like it because it, one, it gives you a little more weight um, under the hands and this bat is freaking awesome. Like I am only training with that. Like I haven't picked up my game bat for my training. I may have picked it up like twice so far this mm-hmm. off season, but basically like training with a wood bat, it promotes the precision of the barrel because the sweet spot is smaller. So you're going to, once you pick up your game bat, you're going to have a bigger sweet spot on your game bat and you're going to be hitting it more because of the smaller sweet spot that you've been training with on the wood bat and it feels exactly like your game bat and it's still a bit heavier which is also going to increase your bat speed wow wow yeah all right i was super psyched about that i was like this is so unreal i just cannot i can't even believe like this is kind of like how things are going
0: that's amazing actually
1: all started from Posting myself on social media.
0: <laughs> the power of social media, and of course, we're gonna we're gonna get into that later on, like towards yes. the end here. I'm I definitely have questions about that because I mean, the followers you have on your softball page is ridiculous on Instagram, <laughs> and I'm like, can I, can I please borrow a couple of those? Because yes, for sure, <laughs> that's amazing. We share the wealth here, yes. AV AB softball. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Okay, on a, I have a thing that I like to start the podcast with even though we're 15 minutes in but this is I'm awesome i hey i love it i love talking so i call it quick pitches i'm gonna throw it some random questions to you and i love
1: it let's do it
0: you answer them as best you can first one this i always lead off with this one if you had to live off one meal for a week what is it
1: sushi hands down oh nice
0: love sushi <laughs> I could sushi and tacos. Soft tacos are my two things. Oh, that's
1: good. Yeah, that's a good one.
0: Yeah. Uh, best place you've traveled to on vacation?
1: Ooh. Can I give two because they're completely opposites?
0: One hundred percent. Yes.
1: Okay, so if I'm going more tropical, loved Turks and Caicos. That was beautiful. Okay. Um, that was my family, and then also we did a trip around Italy for three weeks to celebrate like my parents' anniversary and me graduating college, my sister graduating high school, my brother's birthday. So it was like a big family hurrah. Oh, nice. Um, and I think my favorite was probably Positano or Florence. Okay. That mm. was really fun. Super historical, different than a tropical vacation. Oh yeah,
0: for sure. For sure. At Italy's top of my list that I I would love to go. And the I'd fact recommend. that you've, you've, Got to go over there and experience the whole thing. It, it, I'm very jealous right now.
1: <laughs> I will give you all the good recommendations, but careful because I had gelato many times in a day and I think I put on a few pounds.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's the one that like the the food is oh, like, my. oh man, I love it's pasta. so good.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, okay, next one. What's your pregame routine for and practice look like? <laughs>
1: Ooh, like before game? Yeah. Uh so I like to do a little bit of T work, feel the ball, just feeling like, you know, loose, and then I do rounds of five for each of my tools. So I'll I'll do like five bunt for hits, five soft slap, five fake bunt slaps, five bounce slaps, five power slaps, five hitaways.
0: Okay. Wow. Next question. How long does your throwing partner usually have to wait? <laughs>
1: Morgan freaking (laughs) how? I'm literally going to text her and be like, you. Yeah, we, we, um, I got a little crazy at the end of the season just because I don't know, some of the, the rain delays and then just the timing with me putting on my eye black, I just <laughs> fell into a bad routine of making Morgan good
0: <laughs> Oh, that's great.
1: But uh, I promised her that it would never happen again. So okay. we'll have to check back in next season for that.
0: <laughs> I laughed. She sent me that message last night and I was like, oh, I'm definitely using this 100%. I'm
1: sending her, I'm sending her a mad face right now. <laughs>
0: oh that's great uh go-to show to binge watch
1: oh you know what's funny i'm really like i'm i'm someone who doesn't watch tv or movies um i just don't have the time but well I, if i were
0: true i can I'll go, I'll, i can vouch for that
1: <laughs> but yeah like I, if i'm doing something like where it's like i'm watching i'm usually editing right <laughs> so, um i do that all myself but i would probably say i love Peaky Blinders. That one was solid. Okay.
0: All right. Uh, is there one song in the world that you never get sick of?
1: Hmm. One song in the world that I never get sick of. Probably anything Adele. I love Adele.
0: Quite a voice. definitely. Quite
1: a voice. That's something I do not have. <laughs> Fun uh, fact, though, I can play piano. <laughs> can you? I won the talent show in um, in ninth grade for singing, uh, pian- singing and playing piano. I played "Fix um, You" by Coldplay.
0: <laughs> wow! Okay, there we go. So,
1: no, not ever had singing lessons, but I did take piano lessons for a hot minute back in the day.
0: Nice. I can play the beginning of "Everything I Do I Do It For You" by Brian Adams on the piano. Oh, That's about. I love that. The only thing I can do. Oh no, I can do for Elise. Beethoven. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Classic. There we go, yeah. <laughs> so I guess I get a little bit of piano in me. Um, where are we at here? Uh, you're trapped on a deserted island. What are three things you definitely need? <sighs> oh,
1: my goodness. Is water, like, already given to me? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's a
0: necessity in life. Okay, water is one.
1: <laughs> okay. Um. Probably aquaphor. Because my lips get really fast. Okay. (laughs) And then, um, let me see. I would have to say. Oh, this is really hard.
0: Okay. Funny fun fact: you're the second person I've asked this to. Yeah. The first person. The first. Autumn. Two weeks ago. Autumn piece. (laughs) Yep. And did
1: you even answer quick?
0: Oh, yeah, she did. But I'm yeah, like, why wouldn't you want a boat so you could get off?
1: Oh, well, I didn't. I thought that was cheating. <laughs> okay, well. We'll go water, aquaphor, and a phone charger. <laughs> Where are you going to plug it in? I don't know.
0: Okay. A, a coconut or something. Okay. Uh <laughs> Favorite calls
1: of one company. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. (laughs) Or Uber Eats.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my favorite uniform color combo with the Texas Smoke.
1: Oh, (sighs) I love the all reds. Plus, we were champs in the all reds. I love the all reds.
0: I love them so much. They're
1: so hot. Love them.
0: (laughs) And the the all black pinstripe.
1: Pinstripe. I would say that too. Those are my two faves. Yeah.
0: Sick. Uh, Two more here. If you could have dinner with any three people dead or alive, who are they? <laughs> Stompy on this.
1: I know. Um Bryce Harper.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Um. Billy Eilish. Okay. <laughs> she I like her music. She's good. Good vibes. Yeah. Um And probably maybe Will Ferrell.
0: (laughs) Holy cow. Can you imagine Bryce Harper, Billie Eilish, and Will Ferrell?
1: Will Ferrell on a table. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I would love it. That'd be amazing. Great, great,
0: uh, diverse group of people. I would want video evidence of this and audio because it would be awesome.
1: I hope they hear it and we can all get together for some sushi. Yeah, for sure.
0: For sure. All right. Last <laughs> one. Last one. This is, I need to know because which member of the smoke has the biggest potty mouth?
1: Potty mouth? A hundred and ten percent Morgan House. One hundred percent.
0: hundred percent. Yes. I knew that. Based yeah she on, has no chill <laughs> she was on the podcast and man, she was dropping she was dropping f-bombs and I, and she was like,
1: Morgan.
0: it's all good no, i did hey we're, it's all good we, this is you can say whatever you hey, want on this podcast and but the
1: unhinged but,
0: podcast th- we love it that's right and what's funny is she dropped it and then she kept talking and she's like oh wait can i say that I was like,
1: yeah, like you just did. At but. least, at least he, like knew to ask that.
0: Yeah. Uh, I knew that's what oh, I'm so happy that was the answer. Mo, you and your potty, Mo. Smarten up. Come on. <laughs> All right. Let's get, uh, let's get on to your career here. I mean, man, we've been, we're almost a half an hour in. This is awesome. I know. Tell us how little Anna Marie got her start in the game
1: little anna marie got her start in the game because my mom put a softball in my hand <laughs> she my mom played in college actually oh um, we're at she played at actually my nursing school so i went to thomas jefferson no way and back when she played it was pen textiles but it's all the same Okay, so it was a division two i believe
0: wow yeah. That's like a full circle moment right full there. Full
1: circle, yep. She was an outfielder in college, but I think all her life she caught too because cool. she'd be having to get new knees now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow. That that's pretty so, awesome. Wow. Yeah. So did so, you love for it right away or just
1: Yeah, there was so, it's so funny. want we watched like um baby videos of me and it's just like <laughs> you remember that that little play thing where you would put the baseball in and you would tap your foot on the button it would shoot the ball up yep yep so i used she used to like there's videos of her put like working with me on that and the way i would swing is (laughs) i would literally put my bat out and i would spin in a circle and i would always hit it on the second spin around (laughs) (laughs) so yeah I, i started playing when i was four um when we lived in georgia georgia like I think that was great because down south softball's bigger yeah. um so we p- I played, and both of my parents were really big in in getting me to the sport, and I just really never looked back i I played a few other sports, but softball was always my my main one
0: that was my next question did like <laughs> what other sports did you uh play growing up
1: uh big, I played basketball, so I was pretty big into basketball right. um. I actually, I didn't play my senior year, which I regretted not playing. Um, I stopped playing because my sophomore year I had broke my wrist and I didn't want to get hurt for college. So uh. didn't play my senior year, but I actually, I was like a starter. I was the jump ball person because I had pretty high hops. So, <laughs> and I was, I couldn't shoot for my life. Like three pointers are like, I could never shoot. I just was a really, really great defender and I could Really read and steal a ball in the pass and go in for a layup.
0: <laughs> Man, that's what every team needs, though.
1: yeah, I was just a I was always an out of control freak athlete. <laughs> um, so I had to really reel it in when I got to college because that was like my biggest thing. Like, I mean, I'll t- we'll get into like the career part, but like, mm. I had such a hard time with the rule change for stoppers about stepping over the line. Oh, um, right. Right, yeah. Right. So that changed when I was in college. So like the whole, I mean, I was a right-handed hitter up until ninth grade. So I learned a certain way and had to change it in college for my footwork. Okay. So, wow. But yeah, I really, really played basketball. I think I did cross country for a week.
0: And, <laughs> and you were like, this was too much running.
1: I was, I did one race. I did pretty good, but I, I rolled my ankle like five times. And I was like, yeah, this is not it for me.
0: <laughs> five times in a week?
1: Well, I rolled my – no, five times in the race because of the thing oh. that we were running on. I was like, mom, I have to quit. My ankle is broke.
0: <laughs> so, I mean, You're running the race. I mean, Why does Anna keep falling down?
1: Yeah, literally just keep – I just kept eating it. And I was like, this is just not it. And also, long distance – I give props to long distance runners because – it is not, that's not my forte. I'm a sprinter at heart. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yes. I, well, by the amount of stolen bases you had, I would say you're correct in that one. <laughs> um. So let's, t- your high school travel ball days. Um, Maybe tell us a bit about that. I mean, uh, that would have ate up a lot of your time in your high yeah. school, right?
1: Yeah, but I enjoyed it. I mean, like, I remember there were some things where, like, my mom would fight my dad on of, like, she's not missing a school dance if she really wants to go with it just because of, like, a softball tournament. Um, But there were definitely, like, I missed a lot of stuff because of, of yeah. softball, Um, which which is fine. Like, that's what I wanted to do. Like, I wanted to play at the highest level and be the best that there was. So, like, softball was my life. And um, I think it takes, like, I'm sure everyone you've already talked to on my team, like, they're all the same. It takes yeah. special people to want to commit to that um and you can't make a high schooler you can't make them do it you have they have to want to do that themselves um so i really enjoyed it i I played on a small travel team which that's why i like i really do love my journey to where i've been because i was never on like the travel teams that played in california or went to colorado and went to these big tournaments like where i always stayed on the east coast yeah you Um, grew up
0: in pennsylvania didn't you
1: yeah. like oh, okay. my, I lived in Georgia until I was nine, eight or nine. And then in Pennsylvania, I've been at the same house since. And um, yeah, I've always played on this, like the travel teams that, you know, we played locally. We went to like Virginia for nationals. And even though I, my team was great, love my team, like I didn't all the stuff to get recruited. Like I did by myself. I I remember going in my basement, leaving college coaches voicemails because at the time, like, if you called them and they answered, they could talk to you, but they can't call you back. So anytime I would call a coach, I would, you know, leave a message about, you know, me as a player. I that I emailed them my schedule. That way they would see that, like, I'm putting in the effort myself and it wasn't my parents that were emailing them. Right. Um. So, like, I did all the work and did the camps, and that's I, that's where I met Ken Erickson. Was at a camp in Ewing, New Jersey. Okay, so, so that's kind of how I got connected with South Florida.
0: Yeah, I was gonna. I hey, that you're taking everything off my question thing here in front of me. <laughs> Sorry, I no, didn't. it's a, no, I love it. I love it because it's great lead-ins. I love this. I was gonna ask about the whole recruiting process, like so. Yeah, obviously, that would have led to your decision to attend USF.
1: Yes. I, I like look back and like, obviously I wanted to play in college, but I was never, and like, I really am thankful to my parents for that. I was never like, I had never had a lot of pressure on me. Right. Like I had a lot of Northern schools looking at me, but I didn't want to stay up North. Like I knew I wanted to go to a bigger school down South. And I knew that I could play. Like I was like, I would go, I remember going to camps uh, or going to like Um, visit the schools and I would watch the team play because they have fall games and stuff. Mm. And I remember sitting in the stands with my dad in South Florida on my, it was like an unofficial visit. Um, I was like, dad, I can play with these girls. I just remember always, I always have that mindset of like, dad, I can do this. Um, And at the time, like obviously as someone who coaches people now and, and playing where I'm, I'm playing. I know that if someone were to look at me as the athlete that I was in high school, They'd be like, "Oh no, she doesn't have the control." Like, yes, she's a freak athlete, but like, she's not going D one. Like, I I can't tell you how many people probably didn't think I was going to play Division one just because of coming from a small town. You yeah. know, not playing on big travel teams, playing the best competition. But like, I knew, I knew me as an athlete. and I was like, "Oh, I can do that. I'll, I'll once I play with these people, I'm going to rise above them." That's kind of always the mindset I've had.
0: Yeah. Isn't it great making people eat their words? That's awesome. Yes. It's so
1: awesome. And it's cool when you do it and it's like you do it yourself. Like no one, no one helped me through that. So. That's awesome. Kind of of how the the college stuff came And then I remember I was kind of between like the two bigger division ones that I wanted to go to or that I had the most interest in was I loved St. Joe's at the time. Because I loved the coaching that was there. It was Terry Adams and Jerry Morrow. Well, Jerry Morrow's his wife and he was my flopping coach. Oh, okay. So I just loved them. I was like, I really would like love to play for, for them. And so and that was that's only like 40 minutes from my house. I was like, I need to be a plane right away. So <laughs> when I visited South Florida, I was like, Dad, I'm going here. And at the time my dad was like, Well, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Like, I think I was I was a Junior or sophomore? I think I was a sophomore at the time and then I verbally committed my junior year. Okay. Um, and so I was like, no doubt, like I'm I'm going here. And I we kept going to the camps. Um the camp I went to before I really committed was or before I I went to it like the winter camp my sophomore year, and I had a broken wrist, and I completed the entire camp with a broken wrist. Like wow. throwing and everything, and, which is so funny because I, so that's, I broke it in basketball season. Right. Um, And I I like fractured my scaphoid bone, but you couldn't see it on an x-ray. So they told me I was fine. It was probably just a bone bruise. And so a month later, I go to this camp, I have a brace on and I'm throwing balls from the outfield because I wanted to do well so bad for this camp. And <laughs> I did all the broken wrists and then I had to go back and. You know, I had surgery and everything, but...
0: Oh, my... So you had the brace on when you were throwing? Yep. <laughs> wow.
1: Because it helped me from when my wrist would... It was my throwing arm. Yeah, yeah. And when my wrist would snap is when it would hurt the most. So, obviously, like, my throws probably weren't the Were best. you like a catapult or something? Like it's always No, like, I wasn't mean? catapult. I mean, I don't know. I was getting it there, though. I yeah. had a pretty good arm, but, I mean, when I told Ken that he... I mean, he will always laugh at me. I'm like, he called me Red Cross back in the day. He's like, when are you not hurt or hurting somebody? (laughs) What a great nickname. Yeah. Like I said, uh, (laughs) an athlete out of control, but I've definitely found that control. That's
0: awesome. So what was the ultimate thing that led to the decision to go there? To go
1: to USF? Yeah. The palm trees. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. The weather. (laughs) The weather. Yeah. No, I just, like when I went there, like I just fell in love with like the... The school itself. Like I loved the campus. Um, they're a really good school for like the degree that I was kind of seeking out. Um, and I loved I just loved the softball facilities. Like I just thought, wow, like this is amazing. And it's kind of just what led me there and had a great five years there. I wouldn't change a thing. Nice. Um
0: what was campus life like?
1: Campus was fun. It's a very like athlete. Like, I mean, I was obviously in athletics, so like you're very much around those people all the time. Um, I had a few friends outside of athletics, but like I loved that you could get from one side of the campus to the other walking distance, but it was still huge. I mean, like there's what, 42,000 kids that go there. So I just loved the atmosphere, Um, loved the weather, loved that it was a 30-minute drive from the beach. (laughs) Of course.
0: Yeah, it was great. Right on. So do you remember your first game that you got action in?
1: I do. My very first head bat, I got walked. Yes, (laughs) and you scored. And I scored. Was that right? Did you look that up?
0: Yeah, of course I did. (gasps) Come on.
1: I love that. I'm not getting that all done.
0: So, okay. Do I
1: remember I walked.
0: Do you remember your first start?
1: My first start? I actually don't. I, I mean... I have, I, dream, I have dreams of like my name on the lineup card because <laughs> like, when Ken's handwriting, like I still think about that stuff, but I don't remember. Your first start,
0: <laughs> you went three for four with an RBI, oh,
1: two wait, runs scored. Binghamton?
0: Yes. There you go.
1: Yes. See? Yeah. I remember that. That was in Clearwater. No?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Two stolen. Oh my God. That's go. pretty good.
0: So like, it seems like after that game, you became a regular. Was that like the break you needed, you think, to... Get in regularly
1: yeah at the time we had an opening in the outfield um which is so funny i was recruited as a middle infielder
0: <laughs> were you really
1: yeah i i was pennsylvania which is, this makes me laugh because i could not play shortstop was, i just have an outfield i have an outfield throw but yeah i was i was a four-year starter in high school i was a pennsylvania all-stage shortstop that first team, like, is all four years crazy Yeah, but I look back and I laugh because, yes, I made the most, like, I made great plays and I was a really solid shortstop because I was an athlete, but my throwing mechanics were terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I I don't ever want to see me play, like, see me video at shortstop because it's not pretty. Yeah, throwing
0: mechanics (laughs) between short and center center field are a little different.
1: Very different. And my body is very much made for the outfield. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Oh, wow. That's. So. (laughs) That's uh, man. I can't believe I did not come across that. My little notes here of you being a shortstop. Wow.
1: Yeah. A little shortstop girly. And then I remember we had like, we had so much, I mean, you always have more infielders than outfielders. Yeah. Yeah. And so we had so many infielders and I was splitting time between outfield training and infield, um, during the fall of my freshman year. And one practice I just was done. I looked at coach. I said, coach, can I just go in the outfield full time? He goes, go They're like points. And I just ran. <laughs> and then that was the start of me being an outfielder for yourself. And uh. from there, I just like, I just feel like my mentality in the outfield, like I love it. I'm just always like hit me the damn ball. Like I just want to get, I know that anything that goes in the air, I'm catching. And that's kind of like, that's
0: that's the mentality field. you need as a new fielder.
1: Uh, yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> yeah that's wow
0: that's that, that is awesome that I never knew that, and that's a great story to have on here mm-hmm. right now
1: um <laughs>
0: so what was the what was the biggest ju- adjustment for you that freshman season do you think?
1: I feel like I remember i feel like it was it had to be like speed of game and like like I remember the very first couple of fall practices jessica moore was was one of our um assistant coaches. And she would throw BP, and I remember like this is like fall, like first couple fall practices of my freshman year, and I have a vivid memory of like having my very first BP round off of Coach Jess, and like obviously now, like you think BP, I'm like okay, like they're just you know putting pitches right down the middle, <laughs> yeah, just their fastballs. Like she's not really competitively throwing spin and stuff like that. So, but as a high schooler from Pennsylvania coming down to Florida and seeing like, you know, Jess Moore who was an amazing, you know, USA, oh, yeah, Oregon, for sure. Harvard, amazing coach, pitcher, player, everything. Um, I was like scared. I was like, Oh my gosh. I, like, I don't want to swing and miss, but that just shows you like, everyone goes through a little bit of that. And like seeing the adjustments I made to become a mentally strong athlete throughout my years, Like, my freshman and sophomore year were learning years, even though I was a pretty regular starter my freshman and sophomore year. Yeah. Um, I had to really train my mental um, strength. And, like, I know it's so cliche, but having the short memory in the game of baseball, softball is huge. Oh, 100%. (laughs) Um, It is cliche. Oh, have a short memory. Like, it's so much easier said than done. But, like, you have to be able to go up there with, like, I am... Like, this is my first at bat. Like, whatever happened last at bat doesn't matter. You know, like, it's right here, right now, this pitch. Um, And it's so easy. Like, you're going to fluctuate. But, like, the thing that I tell my players, and I have to, like, embody this myself, especially moving into this off-season of training, is, like, I like to think of it as, like, you have one level, right? Think of, like, a line, just like a line in the air right now. Mm -hmm. That's your level of swag, confidence, and, like, just your competitiveness and that has to stay level and if there's a wave that's going like up and down you can't rise that or raise that line or lower that line based on the wave that you're on you have to stay there because no one should be able to tell whether you're over four or four for four
0: wow okay so that's yeah.
1: like what i i love to like and i i've said that some of my athletes before that i've in high school like the co- people i coach and they're like dang coach out i'm like, I've never thought of it that way, but like, that's so true. Like you, no one should be able to tell because at the end of the day, like I, I don't know what anyone else is doing. Like it's only what I'm doing. If I let my, if I let myself ride the higher, ride the low, then that's going to affect my play. And it's going to affect what I define myself as, as an athlete and as a player. Definitely. Yeah. So I, I like to look at it that way, but that's kind of what I grew into and like was able to adapt to my freshman, sophomore year. And that's why I had the junior year that I had.
0: Tim, well, you had a great tune here. That's that's for <laughs> sure. And actually, I I have a date to throw out at you. Okay, February twenty fourth, two thousand nineteen. Does it ring a bell?
1: My first ESPN play. No, dang! I thought it was because we. I know we played uh, Team Japan.
0: Nope, this nice. was your first NCAA home run against Texas State. Oh my State.
1: gosh! Oh my gosh! And yeah. you had
0: two in your career
1: well i technically had three. Oh, did you i had. i, I will go over that but texas state one okay um lindsey devitt was on second base and we were losing right
0: it was nothing it was, nothing, was nothing nothing it okay, was zero cool. zero
1: yeah that one i rigged that one felt so good
0: you drove in it was a three run bomb you drove in oh. all three
1: thanks so and then there was somebody on first or third I you forget. won
0: you won three nothing there you go.
1: Love that. I, just remember <laughs> I, remember, I remember Lindsay being on second. That's my girl. Oh. Love her.
0: Um, question I have for you: How much pride did do? Or I said, did you? But do you taking your defensive side of the game?
1: Very much. Like I assume. Very. Yeah. yeah like I, I love hitting, and like especially being as like I just feel like if I were to compare hitting and defense to me, I feel more free on the defensive side. Like just, I feel like many people do. Um, and I know that I can get, I know that my ball tracking and like my speed can get to balls that people can't get to. Mm -hmm. And I'm also not afraid to run into a fence.
0: (laughs) Oh, I've seen it on YouTube.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So like, I take a lot of pride in like, I, I didn't, I was not an outfielder, like a collegiate outfielder coming into college, right? Like you don't, you know, I think you just have an athlete and I really, really worked on that first step to have an elite first step. I remember like there, I would practice, um, obviously BP is my favorite cause I get to just <laughs> run around and throw my body around in the outfield. But I remember I would, I would really like work on balls over my head. So like, I don't, when I take BP, I don't just stand in my normal outfield spot and take reps. I go like 10 steps forward and I challenge myself working back. And then I'll go 10 steps back and challenge myself working in. Okay. So that's how I, I, like, and I put a lot of work into it. So I really pride myself in that, I would say.
0: That's a great actual drill to do for BP. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Well, people like, it doesn't help you just to sit there and take, but like, you don't know. What's your, what your ability is and like how far you can push yourself with balls to get if you don't actually do it in practice, like you're not just going to do it in a game. Yeah, exactly. And like, I feel like the best reason you're ever going to have is off of live BP. So why not challenge yourself, put yourself in different areas where you're going to get balls that are actually going to be challenging for you. That's right. That's right.
0: Wow. Oh, okay. I never thought of that. <laughs> Tell my, I, I you know what's funny? I actually I started coaching U nine this year. Awesome! <laughs> my daughter started playing U nine ball, and that's you know, I think that's a good good thing to start incorporating with them. I think they'll be moving up. She'll be U eleven next year. So that's great. Yes, I mean start
1: I love working that.
0: on the outfield drills. That's that's one yes, that's definitely. one thing at a young age that they should be working on more. Is
1: I completely agree catching
0: pop flies.
1: Yep. Yeah. And it was so funny. Like Ken, he'll tell you this himself, but coach Erickson, he, especially my senior year, like my, my fifth year, Mm. he would. So on practice days, like if we're in pants, you're always full go. But if we're like wearing shorts, you don't dive. Like you go a hundred percent at practice, but you're not diving because you're in shorts. It's more of like a relaxed, get your feel, get your reads day. Coach, even on full days when we'd be in pants, coach would literally come out to the outfield and he'd be like, Bruni, you're in shorts today, even though we're wearing
0: pants.
1: (laughs) I'd be like, coach, come on, because he wouldn't, he didn't want me to like, you have to tell me to bring it back because I'm not someone that will, like I will dive a hundred percent of the time, all the time. (laughs) And I mean, I'm feeling it now getting older, but you do have to take care of your body. And like, there are times where like, it's necessary to practice the diving and there's times where it's like, hey, you're a professional now, you're twenty-five, you know you can get after these balls. Maybe just get the read on it and don't actually throw your body on the line during the week.
0: Right. But I mean you have that competitive mentality, right? So I mean it's, Yeah, that's it's, the thing. It's very hard to tone back.
1: It's so hard. And and what else I think is like you get players, like younger players that are like, oh, I just I can't pull the trick. Like I don't know how to like, you know, just do it. Well, the thing is, if you're practicing like it, then in the game, you'll do it. So for me, like, right. I don't have a difference. I The way I practice is the same way I play a game.
0: Yeah. And that's how, so, that's how it should be, really. That's like, how it should be. Yeah. I agree. Um, I got to ask about the... 2020 season, of course. Mm-hmm. I mean, we got so sad. We got hit by a little thing called a pandemic. Yeah. The <laughs> worst mean, thing. You were off to a ridiculous start, hitting 476. Uh, I mean, oh my gosh. How emotional was it during that time? You know, especially being a senior.
1: Yeah. You know what? I remember this game, at my very last game. I, I think it was against Penn State.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: I think I was like three, three for three that game.
0: Well, and, I'm gonna have to go back and look now. I I, didn't think, ha- yeah, I feel I didn't I feel have that only, one up.
1: <laughs> the only reason I remember this, I think I, I think I had like I don't know what was up. I was just vibing like the way the season was. I was just like feeling it. I was locked in, and we were playing you were like, three for three, three for three. I think I scored the only run. Yep,
0: you did. Yep. Good for you. Look at that. Thank
1: memory. you. I remember it because my brother came to that game, and he had never come to a game down at, at USF before. Okay. And oh. so it was cool that he w- he went to Penn State, so he came to the game that we played, and I like rocked it with him there, and I, I'm pretty sure too. Like threw, I threw a run out at home that like saved the game from like being tied. It was like really fun because he was like, "Wow, got to see you play, and you killed it." So, and
0: you were raking the last three games; you were seven for nine.
1: Dang! Wow, I'm gonna need that energy going into next season. <laughs> there
0: you go. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, but I was just locked in, and like that was just it was really cool because like I struggled my my freshman, sophomore year, a little bit. Like freshman year wasn't as bad, but sophomore year, I definitely struggled. Right. Junior year, popped off because I was training so hard. And then my senior year, I was like, I'm just having fun and, and I'm just doing my thing. And I was so confident and like it showed in the way I played. Mm. Um, and like, I just remember like looking back, it does suck that the, the pandemic hit because like you said, I was off to a really great start, but it wasn't even that. We were playing great competition. We were playing Alabama's. UCLA, um, like it was at the ESPN Clearwater tournament, you know, like you're not playing the lower competitions. Like you're playing big schools that are known and are really, really tough competition. Yeah. So I was really proud of myself. I was sad though. When I I remember after the game, there was like rumors in the, in the literally pregame and like postgame, like, Oh Season might be canceled. I'm like, what? I was like, no shot. Like, because nothing's <laughs> ever happened like that before. Yeah. And then I started, once it was actually like, yeah, everyone, season's canceled. Like, we're all going home. World's on to shut down.
0: It's, it's funny. I, it's funny. Everybody I've talked to on here, like a majority that I've talked to on here about, you know, it happening, goes back to the NBA season being canceled. And that's when it really hit for everybody. It was like, oh my God. Uh, NBA it's season shut down like yeah right <laughs> You're like yeah so yeah I it's
1: mean, crazy mm. I but just remember like Ken texting us all that you know it's gonna because Ken wasn't there my senior season he was coaching with USA
0: oh that's right too yeah oh yeah coach was the Olympic head coach right
1: so he was like it's gonna be okay like we're gonna get this figured out and like at the time like I thought I was never gonna play again right Like I thought that I was like I just had my last game and I'm it kind of makes me emotional now. I'm like wow like I it makes me sad because I was so like you're so into a season you don't think it's gonna be your last game and then you're like wow I really just got my whole career taken away from me.
0: Yeah.
1: But also like it had to be great.
0: It had to be great knowing that when they announced that you were going to get that extra year though, I mean that, you know, you go, it's like a roller coaster.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I remember having like the call with my coaches and they wanted me to come back. Like, obviously we want you to come back. Would you come back for a fifth year? And at the time I was already uh, accepted into nursing school. So I was like, of course I was like, I was like, I'm going to defer nursing school. I'll come back. Even though I graduated, I went back and did a fifth year. Um, I mean, mostly, you know, it was nice. I had the scholarship to pay for it all. And, Hmm. um, and I mean, it was a no doubt, but I look at it. And I'm like every, all the times that I have, like life things, like moving on from stuff, I always come back to like, I'm so passionate about softball, like hmm. playing is the one thing, but also even coaching, like me staying in the game, coaching brought me back to being able to play professionally and live out that dream. And like,
0: right.
1: I, that's why I'm always like, I'm meant to be doing this right now. Yeah.
0: 100%. So. 100%. Now before we get on to your professional career, I got to ask, uh, Mm -hmm. what are some of the, you know, biggest memories you have from USF, whether it's on or off the field?
1: Definitely. Like, I just have really great relationships that, you know, I have from there. Um, and just like thinking back, like we would go to the cages at night and it'd be like midnight. We'd be blasting music at the cages, just, you know, late night grinds with the girls and, um, I would say that, and just like definitely the friendships that I've I've brought with me, I can name a few of my really close friends that I'm still um, friends with and have plans with is, you know, Megan Sheehan. She's pursuing her doctorate at uh, Boston College now, which is awesome for her. She's going to be a psychologist, um, a sports psychologist. Is really cool. Right. Um, Megan Piero and Georgina Koric, who I'm doing a camp with in Tampa, um, November 6th. So if anybody's around and wants to...
0: There we go. Shout, <laughs> Shout out. out. Let's let's Shout promote out. that. Let's promote it. Yeah.
1: Georgina Quirk plays professionally in Athletes Unlimited. She's a pitcher. She's The queen. Amazing. The queen. The queen from England herself. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Meg Pirro, uh, She played second base for us. She just graduated last year. Um, great second baseman. She's awesome. So uh-huh. yeah, I just have, you know, re- and I could name a million other teammates, but I just you know, there's people that you really keep in touch with and you know, you water that friendship. I just have awesome memories with them on the field, and I'm continuing to have those relationships and, and memories with them off the field. So it's great.
0: Right on. So I'm assuming at this point, like when you finished up, you're assuming your softball career's done.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> I was
0: like, I mean, you touched on it earlier about how it all came to be. I mean, that's just a crazy story.
1: <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like it is. You know what? It, may, it really like. I was very much down in the dumps. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like I, and you know what? We talk about mental health all the time. Like I was, I was going through it. Yeah. I, you know, not only saw Paul ending, but like moving out of Florida and like, you know, transitioning into this whole thing of you have all these friends that you live around all the time. And like they're friends because you're your teammates and you're with them all the time. And now it's like, okay, I'm not with these people all the time. And, and you, it's just natural. Like you filter out friends and relationships and it's totally okay, but it's just a huge transition. Um, And I've never done school without sports ever. Right. <laughs> and I think that's really something people forget about is like these college athletes. Like we grow up our whole entire lives, like doing school and our sport that we're involved in. And especially when you play at a high level, it's like, I didn't know anything else. So when I was a nurse in nursing school, I almost felt like I was just like empty and I was pouring all of myself into studying all the time because like studying and working out because that's all that like could keep me busy from thinking about the fact that like I wasn't going to be competing again.
0: Right. Well, it's a totally different life lifestyle change. It really is.
1: Yeah. I didn't love it. <laughs> no,
0: of course not. I mean, it, it really is. I mean, you're going from like you said, competing every day, whether it's practice or games mm-hmm. to, you know, oh, okay, let's go, go to supper. There's school? <laughs> school and supper. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like just something, I mean, uh, that had to be tough.
1: And it was it was tough because I knew I could play. Right. I see these girls on uh athletes and lemon, I see the girls in the WPF or I guess it wasn't WPF at the time, but like, right. you know, I know about these leagues and I'm like, I can play with these girls. I was like, I can compete, like why? I I felt like I was letting a gift in my athleticism and who I am and how much passion I had for the game go to waste. And to me, that was tough. Yeah. That was a tough cookie to swallow. uh,
0: Well, imagine it had to be.
1: So how cookies, not that much.
0: You love cookies. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Not that much. So uh, when you sign with the Texas smoke, I mean, that had to be just an amazing feeling, you know, considering where you were, two years ago to where you got to now. Like that had to be amazing.
1: It was surreal. And I, I I literally cried. Like when I found out that I got a contract, I cried. (laughs) I like, yeah, I was, and you know what too? Like, I'm just so thankful to, to the Texas smoke and, you know, Courtney Hawkins, Brandon Phillips, Eric Mays, like to, to see that, you know, see that dog in me and like the, how much I love the game and just really give me a chance to come out and, and, play the game that I love with the most amazing one organization, like our organization does it the right way. Yeah. Oh, um, 100%. Sure all, all the do. other girls touched on it, you know, like Brandon Phillips, Eric Courtney. they all take care of us. Like they, they make sure that we are being treated like professionals. And I think that's what the biggest difference is of how the Texas smoke does it.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, Not only that, so you got we, Sarah, Sarah Polly's there, friend of the Sarah show. Pauly. She's been here. She's been on the show
1: love her. She's, yes. She is woman behind the scenes. And then you have like, you know, just, just everyone, like all the staff and, yeah. um, you know, our media team, our marketing team, uh, Nicole, like they are just on top of it. Like being able to have the content that I'm getting, like, and being able to share it and like, like my mic'd up, like I was mic'd up for the champ series. That was so freaking fun. Yeah. And, that was cool. <laughs> being able to see like people see like an inside look of like, this is how much, you know, I love the game and how much we love the game and, mm-hmm. and them see it see professional softball in a different lens and it's getting the traction it deserves. Oh, so. absolutely. And I mean it's
0: I think it's only gonna get bigger. You know, especially like, you know, the fact yeah. that the fact that, you know, like I said, Brandon and Jade, of course, are the owners of the mm-hmm. team. And Jade signed in with WWE in the last two weeks. Like there's my
1: a- <laughs> dad was so okay, this is so funny. My dad watches WWE. Almost every week, <laughs> it's on the, like he. I'm always walking around like, Dad, what are you? You're watching WWE again. He gets into it as soon as Jade got her deal with them. <laughs> he literally texts me. He goes. He texts me the picture. He goes, "Our your girl is gonna be on my show."
0: <laughs> that's amazing.
1: So I was like, "Oh, oh my great. gosh, Dad! I love that." That's great, so,
0: but it, but it's true though. I mean, the eyes that Jade could bring to the WPF is huge. Is ridiculous and i mean she promotes the hell out of the texas smoke
1: uh yeah and, and it's it's so great because like i said the girls on our team like like and in this league we we deserve like we absolutely put, we put so much time into having a two month season and like it's just, like i just hope it grows i hope it keeps cool. growing i hope we keep getting more teams and we can have longer seasons and you know just have the platform to do it.
0: Definitely. Definitely. I got to ask about the championship. Because I mean, yes. hey, you, you get to, you're the first ever WPF champion. Like you get to hold that forever now. Um,
1: I'm wearing my hat right now. Oh, nice. Before we was doing a video. I was like, I nice. I'm wear my 2023 champion hat. Oh uh,
0: I, Man, I wish we had I'll the technology. I'll a to you. Yes, <laughs> definitely. Um, How fun was the celebration?
1: Oh, I'm sure every other girl has told you we <laughs> partied.
0: Of course.
1: <laughs> yes, I don't think. Yeah, we had so much fun. Like, brand I mean, we had champagne. We had, you know, we were just living it up. I don't think I've ever celebrated that hard with the team in uh, my life.
0: <laughs> right, got to do it. The, the smoke got to bring the celebration. The,
1: <laughs> the smoke does it the smoke way, and, yeah.
0: and
1: you know, I just and not even like just. I mean, it being the first team I mean, like we just all love each other, like th- the way we came together this season, and like it was it's a grind. this is my first time playing, obviously professionally, but even in the WPF, like yeah. this schedule is tough, playing three games in a row with one off day usually traveling on the off day is is hard, <laughs> yeah,
0: oh, I imagine it would be like
1: yeah, so being able to like come all together, win it, and like celebrate and just you know, seeing the smiles and all my teammates' faces. And, like, the, my I loved Sam Shell. Sam like, she literally laid on the field in tears. <laughs> and like, I think that was the most wholesome thing I've ever seen. She's one of my favorite human beings. Like, I just love her. That's awesome. But everyone, yeah. like, just the whole team. Like, we just are a special team. And it was cool winning something. I've never won something, like, that big in my life oh. with the people that I got to win it with. And yeah, I really couldn't have asked for a better first professional
0: season. Well, I'm sure if if you guys are you know get to keep that group together, I I don't think it'll be your last one because
1: um, I agree.
0: That's a that's quite a group that's assembled there. You know, I mean, I I talked to Autumn about this two weeks ago about how good Janae was. Like she, was oh my ridiculous. god, it's sickening. Like, come on.
1: <laughs> yeah, actually, sickening.
0: Yeah. But I mean, like, yeah, like I said, I mean, it's definitely not going to be your, definitely not going to be your guys' last one. Nope. Um, okay. Got to ask about social media content because let's do it. (laughs) It is blowing off based on your foot, 133,000 followers. I know
1: the past month it's, I think I just grew like 15 K in the past two weeks. Sick. That is (laughs) Sick. I've been I've been good on my content grind since I got home from playing. I was a little slow this summer, but that's life. You can't you can't let social media control you. That's no, no,
0: think. no. But I mean that that's got to be awesome for you. I mean, you know, personally for you. I mean, that's just ridiculous it's, numbers.
1: It's very cool. I'm I'm very very blessed to have this platform, and um, I think like I don't think people see the behind the scenes of like how much my content has gotten better. But I started when I was in nursing school. I was just literally just posting so that my lessons had drills they could see. And I've always wanted to get into social media. Like, you know how like people do workouts and stuff? Like I eat that up. So I'm like, I I can do this. I have the personality. Um, And I am really good with editing. So like all the content you see, I record, I edit, post, caption all by myself. Nice. don't have a team or anything. So... I take pride in that because yeah. it's definitely hard to balance it and you got to give social media people props who can do it on all platforms. I'm I'm starting YouTube probably in the next month. I have a lot of videos that I'm putting together and editing, so that's going to be huge which I'm excited for.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Def- definitely got to promote that.
1: Yes, thank you. But yeah, I'll be doing like drills, like free drills people can get um and then I'll also probably make it more lifestyle too so people can get a, a little bird's eye view into kind of everything that goes into A-B softball and me even outside of softball because softball isn't who I am. You know, it's not my identity. It's something that I love and I have passion for. Right. And I love to share that. But I am an older sister to two siblings. I, you know, I'm a nurse now, registered nurse. I pass my boards. I. um you know, love to do things outside of softball. I love to work out. I love to make fun recipes. Like I just think there's a lot of stuff I could share that people would be interested in. So I'm excited that I have this platform to kind of catapult into other things that I could make into a full-time job also.
0: That's awesome. And where can people find you on social media?
1: Um, so for my softball page, it's on a Bruni dot softball, all my Friends in the WPF call me AB softball every time they see me. It's quite funny. <laughs> <laughs> I like laugh. B- uh, Bailey Klingler, she literally, I go up to bat and I hear her go, "Let's go AB softball." <laughs> so she kills me. Um, TikTok is the same on a Bruni. I believe it's on a dot And then also, um, my YouTube. I don't believe I have. I think it's AB training. Okay so but if you look up Anna Marie Bruni softball it usually would come up okay so well yeah that's kind of like what my aspirations are for the social media stuff but I started off really like I was just posting to post drills and then I got started to get a little fancy because I started seeing other um like baseball softball coaches and I was like I can make like really cool content like I I start getting competitive in the content area now too, because I'm just a competitor.
0: It's funny. Okay. I know what you're saying, because I'm the same way now, like looking at, with looking your podcast at, yes. and everything.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm trying to come up like, okay, look at how they did it. Maybe I right. can take a little something from that. And it's, exactly. Oh, I totally know. What and it's saying. like,
1: and it's not in the mean way, but it's like, how can I be different right. and put my own little spin on it? And, and I know it will be better. Like, I know that I have so much, like, there's no ceiling for me. I was like, I can do all this, but it's just like, Day by day, one percent better at a time. That's right. So I had a video that went viral. (laughs) I'm pretty sure it's almost at 20 million views on on Instagram. But I had a few that just like I was using like trending sounds and just putting together just fun, either like fun fun videos or some of my informational ones do well too. So I was like, dang, people are liking this. So I started. Doing more of that, and that's when once I hit like the one that went had a couple million views, and it kept growing. That's when I decided I need to be consistent with my posting now because otherwise, I'm gonna lose these followers. Right. I gained a hundred k in a month and a half. Oh my god! Which was wild. It was wild, and I was like insane. But people do that, and then people aren't consistent with their content, or they're not evolving. Right. And like staying, keeping their their followers engaged, and then you lose them. Yep. And so for me, it was really tough because remember, I was in nursing school. So like all of me wanted to just pour into content and growing this page because I'm like, wow, this could be great. And half of me, I was like, okay, well, I need to pass my, I need to, I'm paying for school right now. I really need to do well in school. <laughs> so it was a tough balance, but it was a grind. And that's how I got connected with Camwood. And I wouldn't, Camwood's my full-time job right now. I mean, besides doing social media, like where I make, you know, an actual paycheck is Camwood. So do you sleep? I, do I sleep? <laughs> uh, if I don't get my nine hours of beauty sleep, it's not a good day. <laughs> Holy cow. Like that's insane that you get that much
0: done. In
1: I know I, I do lack sleep sometimes here and there. Like this week I'm, I've been like, we've been up at six 30 breakfast on the way to the cages for filming at seven. And like we are at the cages filming from like 8 a.m. to 3. Right. So that's, this week's been a grind, but you know, I'm, it's worth it. (laughs) Wes calls me Miss (laughs) Camwood. He's like, that's what comes with Miss Camwood. And and I'm, (laughs) I kind of run this whole thing. So like I recruited like the the team that we have together to come in and they did all their recording this week for the big thing that we're having launch on November 1st.
0: That's awesome. That is awesome. I like, like I said, I'm definitely going to be promoting
1: please do, would, like
0: you would not believe like
1: it is going to be huge. It's going to be, I think it's going to, it's going to really provide everything that these young athletes need to be prepared and be the best, like get the best coaching that they're going to get. Yep.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. okay. I got something i like to end the podcast with. Um, Perfect. I call it player association. I'm going to throw it some names to you. If you have a story, let it fly. If not, just okay. say a few words about them. And that'll be that. All right.
1: Awesome. Let's do it.
0: First one that I have on the list. The queen, Georgina Korek.
1: My girl. I love her. When me think of like a funny story. Funny story. I mean, just words that come to mind. I mean, it's just like a wonderful human being, like a true friend sister like like she's family to me um she is a beast on the mound (laughs) uh and then i just love like our our thing in college was like i would always i would i would say here we go george like i would scream from the outfield like yeah georgie like and she would always look back and point at me (laughs) um just because like she's like i i heard you like i'm always like do you hear me like i'm screaming out there every pitch for you she's like girl i hear you so then, like, from there on, she would just point to me, and that's kind of how I knew we were, like, locked in. Um, yeah, she's just a great person. I'm so excited to work with her again come, come November for our camp.
0: Nice, nice. Actually, speaking of somebody else you're going to be working with there is uh, Megan Pira.
1: Meg P? So funny story. Um, so in on our team, we had three Megans at the time. I don't know what it was with Ken, but he recruited people with the same names all the time. <laughs> so... <laughs> We had three Megans. We had Meg Sheehan, um, Meg Piero, and Megan Hargraves. And we all called that. we never called any of them Megan. <laughs> so <laughs> Megan Sheehan, we we usually called her Shee Shee. Meg Hargraves, we called her her last name. We just called her Hargraves. And Meg and Piero, we called her Pee Pee. <laughs> <laughs> it just stuck. It stuck. And so her freshman year, she goes, you guys aren't really going to call me Pee Pee, right? And we're like, uh and it somehow stuck and she's like please don't and then we just stuck <laughs> with it and she's like honestly i kind of like it <laughs> oh that's the best so to this day we call her i just call her pp and i thought it was so funny I, I had a i had an interview like they do the interviews after practice sometimes mm-hmm. and i it was a junior and it was their freshman year and meg was meg piero pp was raking like during fall season and and in the practices and they were just asking about different freshmen and, and I was like oh yeah PP's doing great like in the interview <laughs> <laughs> and they were like their faces and I was like oh my god backstory PP's Meg Piero it's our nickname because we have literally 20 Megans on the team
0: oh wow
1: so that's awesome yeah
0: alright three more here Bailey Klingler <laughs> <laughs>
1: The Slay queen, I love her. That we call her Slay queen because she literally is the one that got the word slay in my head all season. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you saw, but literally during my um, my would up series, I could not get that word out of my
0: head. Oh, that's right too. Yes, yeah. I, I remember that. I was yeah. like,
1: me Italian. Need someone needs to send me to jail if I say this one. <laughs> VK is literally, Bailey really is just a light. She is such an energy, like positive energy, just like someone that you can feed off of. Um, she just left this morning here, actually dropped her off at the airport. We had such a fun night last night after we finished her f- filming. Um, we went to Wes's daughter's volleyball game and then came back and her and I had some pretty serious ping pong. Challenges. Oh, we wow. One V one. And she totally killed me.
0: Nice. Nice.
1: <laughs> but yeah, she's, she is someone who you want on your team. And in the dugout, like she just always whips out the best dances and cheers, like not even like softball cheers, but she'll just make up like, she'll just start singing songs and make up like raps of like, whatever the situation is in the game and using like the player at the plate. Or whatever. And she's just she's hilarious.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> Two more here. Uh both friends of the show. First one, the potty mouth herself, Morgan Riley.
1: <laughs> she is oh, she is a potty mouth. <laughs> Morgan. <laughs> Morgan was probably one of my closest friends this summer. We we hung out almost every time, which is she probably told you we got we were like sisters at the end of it. Like she was sick of me. But <laughs> In a good way, almost like it's like you're... I'm like her little sister who annoys the crap out of her, Um, but... She had quite a season. She had quite a season. That's someone who, like... I mean, she had played, I think, what, she was in her fourth or fifth professional season. Hmm. So she was someone who I really, like, clung on to. Like, I'm someone who can tell the vibes of a person, and she was... You know, when you first get there, you're meeting everyone, you're kind of learning people, their habits, their training, their whatever. She's someone who her and I are like, we'll go to the cages and just like vibe. Like we just, we love to get the grind in and her and I just found a really good friendship with the way we play the sport. And then also she kind of took me under her wing because like, this was my rookie season. Mm. Um, you know, I didn't know what to expect. I obviously came up two years off. Like I wasn't at my, I wouldn't say I had like the best season, but I definitely had good people that I was learning from. And and she put a lot into perspective for me. And she brought me, like we kept each other balanced. I would say there were times where, you know, I had to give her a little pep talk, even though she was someone that I looked up to. And I was like, I, I love the way she plays. I love her mentality. And that's somebody who, I want to follow after and I want to get to where she is. So I have a lot of respect for Morgan and she's like a sister to me. So.
0: Wicked, wicked. We love, we love Mo here at OTC. We do. Mo baby, mo <laughs> Uh
1: Last. And we had our, well, one oh, more thing. Yes. We had our pregame C4s together. <laughs> so she would always come up to me. She goes, pick the flavor and we would just split it. So.
0: Nice, nice. Um, last, another friend of the show, Bat Flip Queen herself, Samantha Chow.
1: Love her. I actually just got a little text from her today that made me tear up a little bit. She said, um, I don't think she'll be mad if I read it, so I'm going to read it. Okay. She said, Hi, I just wanted to say thank you. You're, I'm so grateful for our friendship, and I love you. And like, those texts just, mm. I mean, it really shows you like, people that really care about, you know, you as a person and the stuff that you do. And I think Sam's a very special, I think she's a very misunderstood person. Cause when you think of, and I could say like, when I was like, damn, Sam is going to be my teammate. Like I was a little scared <laughs> <laughs> because you look up Sam and like, she looks like someone who would be like a mean, you know, like just yep. a mean machine, but she is a little teddy bear. Like I, as much as she, she's always like tells me she doesn't love hugs she loves my hugs. she's <laughs>
0: <That's
1: laughs> awesome. You can tell if you ask her she's like yeah, Anna's just the t- most touchy-feely person ever. Like I'm just I'm a lover, so every time I see her I give her the biggest squeeze, but she has a soft spot for me I think and she's someone just like Morgan. Like I respect the hell out of her. She's a grinder. She's um really somebody that you want on your team. Um she plays the game the right way and uh She has passion for the game, that and which is why she's on the Camwood team now. She's just someone that you want to be around.
0: Awesome. That's awesome. Fantastic way to end this podcast. This has been fantastic. (laughs) Like, what a talk. This has been great. Thank
1: you so much for having me. I had so much fun. I could literally probably talk to you for another couple hours.
0: Oh, 100%. I'd have to go grab some beer upstairs. And, uh, (laughs) yeah,
1: (laughs) I have to, I'm, I'm, my drink is a, Usually
0: a little margarita on the rocks. Yeah. Oh, but listen, hey, again, I I appreciate you taking the time to come on. I wish you nothing but the best, you know, moving forward in everything you're doing with Camwood, social media, Texas Smoke, anything beyond nursing, all that. So, again, thanks so much for coming on.
1: Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me, Randy. And everyone, November 1st, be looking out for our Camwood
0: and There we go. You heard it. All right. Thanks, Ana.
1: Thank you. I told ya yeah. I, yeah. Did.
0: You I did with I did aura. Now, a lot of MC Walking with no knees, they persisted with fucking with me. I'm just that real, laid back chill back, smoking them trees. But yo, I turn into some African bees if they're fucking with me. I'm unmatched, gun and sway back up up on them blocks, rocking MCM hats, just spitting at you people like I'm swinging a bat. Escobar village, where the village was at. All them girls in them boom boom shots, where they wanted it at. Yo, I ain't bragging, I'm just spitting the facts, no exaggeration. i are gripping on my balls for charm, a Big Mac with no lettuce and sauce. Now my collarbone is filled with scars It got. St- Strikes down the arm, got class in the cup Pull the pin of the bomb, brother Yo, so let them horns flow You're reppin' is here because you all asked for it So yeah. I told you I
1: The <laughs> cat here. we still
0: got it after all the smoke Now speaking mathematically, there's no comparing to my strategy, trying to measure up, I appreciate the flattery, but half of these rappers are half of a beat backwards claiming they do point, man. Check the stats first. I've dropped 12 albums with at least 12 songs in the last 12 years, do the math right there. That's 144 on a one a month average and that don't even count what I produce for other rappers. Done five tours with 20 shows or more, and that's only dating back to 2004. Let's not forget the other years that don't apply to do i name another rapper tour
1: in Canada like I do I know I am on the top of this And I know I have many accomplices If the numbers add up, you can't get rid of me So kid, know your past, your future will be history That's why I said your